Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. The right podcast for this time is the Darkest Timeline. Because it is the Darkest Timeline, let's face it. If you are checking us out on YouTube, I presume you've subscribed, because that's what uh, that's what good people do, and you're a good person. If for any reason you haven't, just click that button right now, then it's done. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to panic. You don't have to worry. Cool. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Super loud. <sighs> I don't really remember the last time the podcast started and it wasn't me talking about the levels of some description. <sighs> Hello. Um, one of those podcast points in time where to be proactive, I might get the workout done, get the tea eaten, get, you know, all that, and then I can just podcast at my leisure. And now, I feel like I've got a, a water buffalo sitting inside me or something, and it's like, oh man, I can't breathe. Oh, anyway. Um, it's a bit of a light one this week. Um, the I think the lockdown has kind of reached a point now where it's it's wearing thin um, in far, far, far too many ways. Um, I've been to. I've been to a supermarket uh, in the last week and um, I took the girls to a toy shop at the weekend Um, yeah it's pretty awful Um, driving as well driving's just the absolute worst But it was like having the weekend <clears throat> and just really having nothing to do. <clears throat> I think it's it's that sort of that sort of thing, that sort of point that things have been reached. Um, I personally feel that the sort of the the staying at home with your family is pretty much exhausted now um we're staring down um summer holidays not that far away and stuff like that it's uh yeah uh it started to wear a little bit thin um excuse me i'm very tired today um i got to the end of the uh 
end of the working day and beyond and just felt like I'd had all of the energy drained from me um, which I imagine is largely a, <coughs> a, a representation of the way uh, the way things are so the weirdest thing to talk about first on the list is the heat <clears throat> the reason I say that's weird is that last Wednesday was the hottest day of the year so far and at this point in time uh, just for authenticity I will just have a look this point in time the weather says it's 14 degrees um, so the hottest day of the year was over double that so at this point in time 14 degrees um, there's been a couple of points in time I've considered putting a jumper on <clears throat> so the fact that the first thing on the list to talk about is the heat it's a bit weird looking out the window going hmm um, so yeah like a lot of the days last week was just hot as balls um, and every single person I spoke to was just like oh man this heat this heat's unbearable um, my sister big shout out to Laura Hayden um, heavily pregnant at this point in time um, and I just keep saying to her it's like how, how I, I was I just kept saying how are you coping in this heat it must be unbearable um, and then I got to a point where I was like who is this weather actually for um, I had a conversation with somebody years and years and years ago about um, them saying that they loved like the summer and when it was really hot, warm and stuff. And I was like, "You've got you must be insane, because it's unbearable. It's so hot. It's sticky. It's horrible. You can't get comfortable. You can't sleep properly. You can't concentrate. You know, there's so much wrong." when it's too hot, too warm. Um, and their taking it was very different. Their taking it was that um, outside of those summer days or months, whatever, they were generally cold all the time. Um, and their taking it was, it's just ni nice to not feel cold. Um, for me, I'm generally quite a warm person. Um, don't overly get on too well when it's super hot um having said that i was thinking about this and it was like i think i have a threshold for heat and i think when it passes that threshold it's almost like it's like oh you know it's too hot it's too hot it's too hot and then it passes and then it's like oh, i can deal with this like once it goes ridiculously past like breaking point suddenly I'm like oh yeah I'm fine with this I remember being in Las Vegas and being like I mean it's hot and obviously in Vegas it's a it's a very dry heat um, so it's very different to how it is over here um, but I was like yeah I mean it, it's hot it's hot but 
I mean, it could be hotter. This is when it was 40 degrees. Um, I think, like I said, I think I just passed the point where I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Um, but yeah, it was like, it was just, it was just unbearable and I wasn't sleeping and obviously not sleeping. Your temper, um, the things that you can deal with and things get shorter and shorter. Um, and it's just, I'm like, all I could think was, who is it right now that's out there going, oh, this is the, this is the absolute best. This is perfect. This is wonderful. This is, this is the best. These few days are the days that are the best days for me because uh, the rest of the time it's awful. And yeah, just everyone I spoke to, every single person was like, this heat's unbearable. How, how is this a thing? This, that, and the other. And like I said, you know, all I was doing was waiting for Friday because Friday was going to be a thunderstorm and the thunderstorm was going to clear the air and then the weekend was going to be bad weather but it was really going to bring the temperature down. And then this week's going to be like, you know, like I say, it's 14 degrees now. Um, it is nearly 9 o'clock or something. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that's going to be great. That's going to be great. That's going to be fine. That's going to be fine. Now I'm like... Well, I mean, it could be a little bit warmer, couldn't it? I think largely part of being British is never being happy about anything. Um, but yeah, the heat was a, was a factor in the last week. Um, the other thing that, uh, that I wrote down to talk about... Um, I write down hundred million dollar deals. Um, something that's consumed probably a little bit too much of my time in the last week. Um, I don't know which way around was it. I was listening to a podcast where they were talking. I was listening to Two Bears One Cave, and they were talking about the fact that Adam Sandler has a deal with Netflix that's worth two hundred million dollars. Um, and this was around the same time that I was having a conversation about the fact that Joe Rogan has signed a deal with Spotify for a hundred million dollars. And it got me thinking, I was like, hundred million dollars, you imagine like one day you've got X amount in the bank and the next day you've got a hundred million dollars more. But then I got thinking, I was like, Joe Rogan won't be, you know, his bank account won't read. 100 million dollars he'll be i imagine quite wealthy um you know ufc commentator stand-up comedian podcast the podcast will make i imagine the podcast will make a lot of money um so it's not like he'll have been like brassic and then oh his 100 million dollars so i was like okay so let's say um, I can't think of a number to say that he had before but whatever the number is it went up about a hundred million dollars I'm like <clears throat> okay let's say tomorrow you woke up you had a hundred million in the bank of whichever denomination you uh, you know if it's UK pounds um, what do you do and I was having this conversation, I was like, so you've got all this money, what do you do? Oh, you know, anything you want to. Really? 
somebody like Joe Rogan, UFC, UFC commentator, stand-up comedian, podcaster, um, family man, I believe he's got three children, um, married, you know, all that, also works out, um, I know he's into hunting and, and um, martial arts and all, you know, all that stuff, sounds like a very busy time, so, you've got a hundred million dollars in the bank, but no time, there's no, you can't spend the money because you haven't got the time to spend that money, you know, that podcast will be not a full-time job, but it'll take up a lot of time, UFC events run once a month, so again, not a huge amount of time that that's taken up, but you still need to be on point with what's going on in the in the mixed martial arts world. Um, obviously, with lockdown and quarantine and X, Y, and Z, um, he hasn't been performing stand-up. But I saw a post yesterday which suggested he had performed stand-up recently. So, I mean, it sounds pretty full-on to me. It sounds like it's a full-time sort of situation. So, what? That money's just going to sit in the bank? I know he's into cars, and he, you know, he loves cars. Um, and I'm, I'm, I believe he has quite an extensive collection of cars. But, it started to make me wonder... Does the lifestyle make that money almost like it's worthless? It's a it's hundred million dollars. More money than 99.8% of us will ever see in our lives. A hundred million dollars. But does, does, is there a point where it crosses over to being almost worthless? And there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. You can look at it that, you know, money can't buy you X. Money can't buy you love. Um, money can't buy you happiness. Um, and there's a lot of counter-arguments to that. Um, I remember in the film Boiler Room, Ben Affleck's character says, money can't buy you happiness. Um... Anybody that says that doesn't have any. Um, and he then goes on to say that he's got a lot of money. And, you know, <clears throat> look at the smile on my face. Money can't buy you love. I don't know on that one. You know, I'm not saying, you know, people who've got a lot of money find love because of it. But... My opinions on things like that are very skewed anyway. Um, I don't know, there's just... I'll, I'll talk about the film that I watched. Uh, I have watched the film. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you about it. Um, but that, that's all about money and stuff. 
Um, and again, once you start talking about certain amounts of money, does it become meaningless when you talk about a trillion dollars? How much is a trillion? Or is it a million million? Um, but really, you know, what does that look like? A billion dollars? You know, we've got films that make billion, a billion dollars. So, I don't know. It's sort of, it's sort of something that's that sort of kept running through my mind over the last week. Is the, you know, is there is there a point where money, like large amounts of money, become almost worthless? You know, if you can't spend that money, what's the point to it? And he won't have been, you know, he'll have been worth a lot of money before that. Um, I like Adam Sandler, two hundred million dollars. Um, I can't imagine he was looking for money down the back of his sofa before Netflix turned up on his doorstep and offered him two hundred million dollars. <sighs> yeah, something something I've been pondering, and I thought it was an interesting thing to talk about. Um, right, I got pet love, pet hate. I keep th I keep expecting. Each week for me to go, do you know something, I haven't got, this, I haven't got anything this week. And then pet love, pet hate will just die off. And every time I think that, I go, oh, actually, I really like that. And I don't like that. You know what one of my pet hate should be? <sighs> this freaking laptop. conversation recently about slogans for t-shirts and I'm sure mine will be every single time I don't I don't mind like every every other day every day I'm like I oh, you know she's upset she needs lying down if I lie down sometimes she's really upset she needs a hug give her a big hug you know, lay her on my shoulder, give her a big hug. After a little while, lay her down in the cot. She goes off back to sleep, that's all she needs. But, yeah. Every time. And like today, I left it, and left it, and left it. And then I'm like, right, if she hasn't woken up by now, go and do the podcast. So, pedal of pay. Um, Saturday. Not the best of days, if I'm honest. Um, just not, not a good day. Um, not as far as for for a Saturday. Not a good day. So, come Sunday, I'm like, right, need a plan. Um, what what can the plan be? And this is why I say I, I feel you know when you've got families when you've got young children, um, lockdown will only you know you'll only be able to take it so far before it is like man really need to get out of the house. So 
I'm like, well, what's the weather going to be like? Because obviously the weather had changed by the weekend. Uh, it's, uh, it's not going to be overly, it's not going to be sunny, uh, but it's not going to rain, um, but it's going to be windy. So I heard the word windy, and I was like, you know what that means, don't you? It's time to get out the kite. Um, again, it was one of those. It turned out not to actually be the best weather for flying a kite. The wind was literally going in every direction. Um, which was just... Uh, you know, we went out, we took the kite. The kite's going all over the place. Um, and, you know, it goes, it goes one way, it goes the other way, then it hits the ground. And that was, that was basically it. Just constantly it. Um, and then it reached a point where the wind was like, uh, I'm done, I'll see you later. And we just couldn't, we just couldn't get the car off the ground. Um, however, this week's pet love, um, it's kite flying. I've mentioned this before. Um, honestly, uh, if, you, if you're a parent and you've got youngish children, um, get a kite. They're not ridiculously expensive. Um, yeah, you can only use them at certain points of time, but those days and those points in time will be, um, I don't know, quite memorable in some ways because you're so limited when you can use them. Um, you sort of zone in on those points in time. Um, I remember um, having a big a big phase as a child of like kite flying, learning to fly kites um, and getting sort of better at flying kites. Um, maybe that's why I sort of, I still enjoy it now, I don't know. Um, so that's the pet love for this week. Pet hate. Um, something that I noticed like in those early days of lockdown go to the supermarket, you get a trolley um, and they're like, oh do you want me to wipe down your trolley? Yes please, please wipe down the trolley. They wipe down the trolley and then you're going around the supermarket and you're avoiding everyone, um, doing the one way system, all of that. No matter the fact that they've wiped the trolley down, I could just feel like, you know that feeling is like, like you, your hands are dirty, like grimy, horrible, dirty hands. All you want to do is wash them. You just want to scrub your hands. So initially, that was when I was going to the supermarket, coming back, get back, and all I wanted to do was wash my hands. Just wash my hands. Um, and if you think about it, like, you know, you've been touching the trolley, and then you've been touching the, the bags, and you put them in your car, but then you've been touching your steering wheel, and you're driving all the way back. Um, so... I fully expected that, you know, when you, you're told when you come back from places, the first thing you do is wash your hands anyway, so uh, it wasn't like I was, um, you know, not following the guidelines anyway. But what I found more recently is no matter what, any time I go out of the house, I could, I could walk out the front door, walk to the end of the drive and walk back in the house. I feel like I have to wash my hands. I feel like my hands are dirty. 
And I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, it's largely, it's probably largely psychological. However, I can, I can feel, I can feel it now in some ways. It's that feeling of, uh, 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 hands are dirty, grimy hands. Um, so this week's pet hate um, is dirty, grimy hand feeling from going outside. Uh, and the fact that now it's every time I walk out of the house, no matter where I'm going, no matter what I'm doing, I feel like I need to wash my hands. Um, so yeah, pet love pet. Um, now then, this is where things get a little bit sketchy. So... I told you at the start of this that this was going to be a bit of a weird one this week largely because um, so I'll go through what's on my list here 3D pen no uh, my eldest did some 3D pen on Saturday um, I wasn't really feeling in the mood for it even though I was desperate to try and do some more of the cover for the mixer um, she'd done some really good stuff um, she'd taken some of the stuff that she'd made previously and attached those things to other stuff that she's made um, so you know that's cool um, and it looked really good and she'd sort of attached it really well um, but I didn't I didn't feel like I had it in me. And then this evening I was like, oh, maybe I'll do some 3D pen. Uh, so I've got nothing to report there. Next thing down on my list, I'm a bit like, is this a remnant from last week? So, been a bit of a change in the way that I've been working. Um, what I've got written down here is Rick and Moy. However, I feel Uh, now then, because there was only five episodes available on Netflix, was it that I hadn't finished watching those, but I was giving a review of what I'd watched? Whatever it is, I finished watching those five episodes. Um, I think my my previous review of Rick and Morty at this point in time was um, that is a show that has dropped off a cliff. Um, having watched all five episodes. I stick with that review. Um, apparently, there's an episode in the in the second half of the series, and certainly, what I've been told is the second half of that series is a lot better. Um, yeah, it's one of those. There's so much wrong with it. I don't feel like I can be bothered to go into it. And I think I covered a lot last time. I was saying that there was a lot of um, improvisational stuff. That seems to have bled over from Harmontown with now with the fact that now Harmontown's not being done. Um, it's it's not the show it was. Um, I think there's quite a large part of me that's like there's a part of me that's like oh I want to see these episodes that are supposed to be better than what I've watched, and there's another part of me that's like I honestly think I can just let this series go. Uh, I will see hugely disappointed hugely disappointed so what's the film oh no I wasn't I was, I was I was telling you what's happened um 
last must be Friday you know I have that thing where I can't have silence but I can't have too much noise I have to have like the right amount of noise which means that I've got to either like put the TV on in the background but with something I've seen before so I'm not I don't have to watch it but it can just be there to create that background noise um, or um, like when I'm working um, it's that contrast I'm trying to drown out the noise that I don't want to have to listen to by listening to something that I do want to listen to that's how I used to get through a lot of podcasts so Friday I was a bit like I've been in a bit of a funk as far as like watching stuff's concerned um, I I don't really have a series at the moment and um, I've been a bit a bit lax with like watching films because I just I can't physically take the time out to sit down and watch a film on an evening I just my mind's not there my, my head isn't in it um, I, like, like I said just, just a bit of a funk as far as that sort of stuff's going I'm sure people understand you know there are times that I don't want to play games there are times that there's all I want to do is play games and likewise with like TV series and movies there are times that I'm like I don't want to watch a movie there are other times like I'll watch like three in a day uh, so it feels like it's just that um, but what that means is I haven't watched anything else uh, TV wise and the film that I watched is a film I've seen before so not overly large amount to report plus once we hit things like games and stuff um again you know we'll 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 get, we'll get that we'll jump in so the film watch is the big shot um the big shot is an amazing film it is a great film for me personally um, there's very there's various things in it that um, I, the the job I'm doing now when I started working at where I work now uh, it was in 2007 literally um, a, a few like four months or something after I started working there the events of the big shot kicked off um, and there was this this housing market crash this, uh, and it had the, this, these huge ripple rippling effects which we we felt in the UK because uh, it was an American housing market crash um, and I was part you know I was part of that uh, my job at that time was involved in um, was something to do with the property market and I feel at that time having been given that job to do at that time there's that's possibly largely why I am still in that job now um, for one reason or another so I, it's hard to explain I wouldn't say that that part of the film I hold dear to myself but you know it's a job I've been doing for 
that was 2007, that would be 13 years. Which, yeah, that about adds up. Um, the big short is about uh, the housing market crash of 2007, if you haven't guessed by it now. Stars, Christian Bell, who plays a doctor who realised in 2015 that in 2017 the housing market was going to fail. Uh, everybody, all the banks were going to default, all the people were going to default on the mortgages, and it was going to be an economic crash. So he then bet against the housing market. The reason that's interesting is because the housing market at that time was the single most stable market in American economy. And that's why it was so strange. Uh, the banks were happy to take his money from him because they were like, there's absolutely no way the housing market is going to crash. Uh, but he believed that there was a bubble and the bubble was going to burst. Other people get wind of this. Um, there is uh, Brad Pitt's in it. Um, there's some cameos in it. Margot Robbie has a cameo. Anthony Bard has a cameo. Now then, I'm just very quickly going to look up this guy's name because I don't. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I don't want to tell you wrong. Steve Carell's in it. I don't get on with Steve Carell. Not on a personal level. Uh, I don't get on with Steve Carell. If I'm honest, I, I think it's largely to do with his role as far as The Office is concerned. I have no time for American remakes of British TV shows. Simple. It's as simple as that. I think it's unoriginal and I think it's in poor taste. So, because he had a role in that, I have no time for him. Um, and anything that I've ever seen that he has been associated with, I'm like, I have no interest. However, Steve Carell is possibly the best person in this film. And this is a film that's got Christian Bale and Brad Pitt in it. Um, he's he's really good in it. it um, it's one of those things that I kind of wish I'd see. I, I could see him do more stuff like that. Um, but I doubt that's ever going to happen. Uh, Ryan Gosling's in it, but he wasn't the name I was looking for. Do do do. You know, I could have done this earlier. Nope, not him. Nope. It's going to be one of those, isn't it, that he's either not going to have a picture. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not the vid. You see, I'm already, like, down into, like... I don't know. These are still, like, names that I recognise. Oh, is it possibly him? No, it's not possibly him. I mean, there. John Magero. John Magero is a character in Big Shot, but people might know him more recently from the Umbrella Academy. Um, 
um, he was the spoilers by the way he was the bad guy in series one of Umbrella Academy he was also in Overlord which I watched recently um, so yeah there's like all these people uh, Anthony Bourdain has a cameo um, there was Margot Robbie had a cameo there was another cameo um, oh no then is that her yeah the woman that plays Nebula is in it from like Guardians and Avengers and stuff anyway um, it's very much one of those films where I don't fully get it um, I get probably about 80% of it uh, but there are very there are very much points in it where I'm just like you know where you're just holding on to your seat trying to keep up with what's going on and they do a very good job of like drumming it down for for people like me uh, that's why Margot Roberts Mar Margot Robbie's in it that's why Anthony Bardane's in it um, however there is a lot that goes over my head but basically the um, the banks in America are corrupt shockingly uh, they pulled a lot of illegal shit um, and then the it all went wrong um, and they all you know they all crashed and all that and then very much the same as it was here and this was all at the same time uh, the banks asked for a bailout in America it was from the uh, American taxpayers in the UK it was from the UK taxpayers so that they could save the banks you know nobody wants to see a bank go under um, so the UK government and the American government bailed out the banks we all remember banks being bailed out um, and ultimately what happened off the back of that is a load of bankers um, paid themselves massive bonuses uh, I think it was was it BlackRock paid all of their like the big bankers paid them all the bonuses and then still went under still folded um, like all of the banks took all of the all of the people at the tops of these banks took all these huge bonuses that were supposed to go to saving the banks uh, and then like as it is in the film further down the line um, this is one of those this is kind of all spoilers but um, you know, film's been out a while, so um, you know, as as it goes further down the line, they just go back. You know, it's business as usual. They just go back to doing all of the uh, shady shit that they do. Um, American economy is a weird one, anyway. The number of um, like economic crashes that the American economy's had, um, but that all stems from you know when the people that make the money the Federal Reserve isn't a publicly owned bank it's a company it's a corporation Federal Reserve is a corporation it's a business and it makes money in more ways than one it it hands out money with interest um, that's probably stuff for a different podcast sorry wrong me dink um, Big Shot is a fantastic film, it's really good. If you can, 
uh, if you can grasp what they're on about and if you can stick with it it's really good um, heartily recommend that film I may have reviewed it previously don't know um, right then I'm going to talk about some games however uh, one of the games I'm talking about is FIFA I have played FIFA there that's about all I need to tell you on that one um, I'm playing FIFA I'm playing as Middlesbrough Football Club and we're absolutely smashing it there's 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 your FIFA update the other game in question uh, would have been The Last of Us Part 2 up till yesterday that isn't because I finished it uh, that is because I bought and downloaded a couple of games yesterday because there's a load of games that are on sale for under £5 one of them is Jedi Outcast 2 which is a very old Star Wars game uh, which I was reliably informed was remastered and uh, that was not the case it looks like crap um, still fun to play uh, the issue with that game is that the first few levels it's like a first person shooter and it's a really shit first person shooter There's a, it, it's quite complicated um, it doesn't get good until you get a lightsaber as you can imagine um, and that's not for like two or three levels so it's like, oh, gotta gotta trawl through these first couple of levels. Um, died a lot as well, which started to get annoying, so I turned it off. Um, so the reason I say it's difficult to, uh, to talk about The Last of Us Two, Part Two, whatever. Um, you guys know uh, there's a weekly gaming podcast that I do with uh, the Games Keeper, J.K and um, we review stuff, we talk about stuff, we talk about gaming news um, it's often me that's talking about you know the games that I'm playing so I've done a review of The Last of Us Part 2 on there that's gone out already, that's long gone um, and I'm going to talk to you guys about it you are the guys that tune in for this podcast it's a weird game. Um, the first Last of Us kind of holds your hand a little bit to start with. Um, and then it sort of lets you go, lets you play. And it's got a story and the story is very good. Um, but it doesn't get in the way. Uh, the biggest issue I had, as I've explained, is I played it again recently. I uh, found it to be super linear um, and very much a push forward you just push forward and it goes and then every now and then you have to press different you know press x to climb over something um you know what makes it is like the the stealth encounters the stealth bits of the game but um realistically what we want is you know shooting guns and um well yeah i was gonna say stabbing people in the neck but you know i know how that sounds the last of us part two for the first uh, four hours or something, it's still in the hand-holding phase, which that's way, way too long. Um, 
then it kind of lets you go about your business and then it's you know it's like it's, it's a lot better once you reach there's like a like a town you get to and it's just full-blown stealth and you're just moving through an entire town house to house avoiding the enemy taking on the enemy um, if you take on like an enemy in that area you'll only have to deal with the enemies that are in that area you don't have to deal with the entire town um, so even if you end up messing up essentially and having to shoot your way through that bit it'll just be that bit um, that was the point where I was like man this game yeah this game's good this game is good I was enjoying it at that point in time um, then I started doing this thing where it like jumped back in time and again it was kind of very much back to the hand holding those bits would have been fine if they'd have given you something there's a bit where you, you, you're using a rifle that's got a scope and you're shooting the, the zombies from miles away and they're just little dots on the horizon and you use the scope and you shoot them if I'd have come out of that section of the game and been given a rifle with a scope I'd have been like hey man that's, you know, that's cool and you're showing how to use a rifle with a scope and then you get one that wasn't the case and to upgrade the rifle with a scope is a lot of part you know you require a lot of parts to do it um biggest issue so far into the game is that they they've obviously got a very good story that they want to tell you but unfortunately the story gets in the way of the game um which is not ideal in any way shape or form especially when you know it's a game and you're supposed to be playing it um, and then I reached what is essentially the end of the game and then the people that made it were like oh you don't want to finish the game do you let's play as a different character from a completely different side of things and let's just keep going and if I'm honest uh, two things about that one it's not it's unnecessary um, and that's not to say that I haven't enjoyed playing as this other character uh, and playing through that side of the story but the bit I did last night I was like you really are just eking this out now um, it's the go back to the area that you just came from to do something you could have done originally so you're playing the area in reverse but it's okay because it's daytime Whereas when you went through it first time, it was night time. It's like, uh, it's lazy. Um, it's just eking the game out. I'm not saying it's not enjoyable to play, but it is pretty transparent at this point in time. And then the game's still going. Um, now it's like, oh, we've got to go somewhere else. We've got to do something else with this character who isn't a main character. And I won't spoil it, but might be, in some people's eyes, a character you wouldn't want to play as. So, the other thing about this is I know the ending. 
can't remember how it is that I found that out. Um, I think it was from reading a review. And I'll come to the reviews in a minute. I think it was from reading a review. I saw somebody's complaint, complaint about the game being... Um, you go through all this to do this for it to end like this. And I was like, alright, I shouldn't have read that. Because now I know how it ends. And... I would have to agree like the stuff I'm playing now it's going to be annoying when I get to the end and it reveals the the end to be what it is I'll be like yeah that wasn't necessary so as far as the reviews are concerned critics scoring it 10 out of 10 users scoring it zero ones and stuff like that uh, Metacritic had it down at 96 out of 100 from the critic side and 3.2 out of 10 on the user side. A lot, uh, lot of criticisms, a lot of criticisms of the game. However, this was at a point in time where anybody that was reviewing the game couldn't have played and finished it. It was physically impossible. These reviews were like 12 hours after the game had been released. Well, it's a 25 hour game. You can't have reviewed, you can't have played it and finished it. Um, I would say, personally, there's probably a lot of controversy around this game because of some of the themes in it. I don't care about that sort of stuff. I have no interest in that sort of stuff. Um, from uh, from a, a negative side, um, it doesn't bother me. Um, so I think that there's probably a bit of people reviewing the game with their personal opinions about certain things rather than their personal opinions about the game itself. If I had to give it a score at this point in time, it's probably a 7 out of 10. Something that has struck me quite hard, especially at the start, is... I played the first Last of Us multiple times. It's probably in the region of five. In fact, no, because I owned it on the PS3. And then I owned it on the PS4. I've maybe played that game in the region of eight times, maybe. Um, thinking about playing The Last of Us Part 2 again is very much on the no list. I physically couldn't imagine having to go through those first four hours again. I would be tearing my hair out, especially when you've got 20 minute cutscenes. Um, I'm kind of hoping, you know, moving forward, that if I ever did play it again, there'd be a way to skip the cutscenes but I have a horrible feeling that's possibly not the case um, it's a real mixed bag this game uh, I'm going to be popping it on in a minute um, it's now half nine so I'll get this finished up and I'll, uh, I'll probably pop it on might have a little game of FIFA before and who knows um, so yeah that's games um, I had a break from the boxing, of the VR boxing, because <laughs> it was hot as freaking balls. And the last thing you want when it's hot 
is to put something hot on your face uh, way too hot way too sweaty to be doing it uh, I went back to it today managed to beat the person that I was stuck on which was which was good pleased about that because I had been losing my rag with it a little bit um, I've played a little bit of Sorrento I also played a little bit of Arizona Sunshine can't seem to uh, can't seem to get away from that game I love it so much and I've played a little bit of Pistol Whip um, there's been a, a new level for Pistol Whip so I've been having to go on that quite a lot um, it's super difficult but uh, a lot of fun so I've been enjoying playing that I like I say played a little bit of Sorrento finally got the opportunity to play some um, still enjoying it it's it's very repetitive but I don't mind that it's still a lot of fun um, so yeah uh, as far as working out is concerned still hitting it five days a week um, I'm, I'm starting to feel it's maybe time to start looking at um, like alternate alternative exercises because um, I don't feel I'm hitting as many things as I could be so I think that's going to be the next thing to look at um, and uh, I need to get back to doing some running I've kind of well, I haven't kind of I've stopped running um, not the best way to progress but um, there was the point in time when the weather was really bad then there was a point in time when the weather was really hot um, now is the time to get back to it we shall see so there we go that's it for this one that's it for this week cheers for joining me cheers for riding along on this one and um, until next time I'll see you then so there you go what do you think to that another one done another week gone where does that time go yeah obviously uh the the people checking this out on youtube are subscribers and and that's good it helps the channel out it's all word of mouth so uh being a subscriber you're like a ambassador for the podcast and uh, you're out there passing on the good word that is the cookie cast brand so thank you for that i'll thank you in advance there you go everybody jump over to the cookiecast.com Check us out over there. Send us some form of love, whether it's social media or email. We don't care. We're easy. So, yeah, that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye!